Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with my guy, Jason Dunn, former Chiefs tight end, and my brother, Tasia Dash, obviously coming off a week where all of us are the Chiefs winning on Christmas Day. Um, a uh, a betting show to forget. I, I'll, I'll say that it was a great episode. I, I love the whole Brady conversation that we had. But as far as the betting aspect of it, it's a week we can all forget about, and hopefully uh, we don't have to think about it ever again. <laughs> it's almost it, it didn't even matter what you what what you what you bet on. The way the offense just performed, you weren't hitting anything. I don't care what yeah. it was, nothing. <laughs> but I'm sure they have, don't don't they have bets that, that are like. Uh, like are the negative uh, negative side of things too? Like the under. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah, that know. was the one that I think hit Pacheco under. Yeah, that, that was the only one that we hit. Yeah, I, I we didn't take a rice. Did Rice have over fifty yards receiving? If he did, then yeah, we hit that too. I, but, I mean, I, I feel like most of my bets were tied to Mahomes' really big game that he was supposed to have, and that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully this yeah, week it definitely didn't happen. Yeah, but hopefully this week, fingers crossed, uh, Mahomes and the guy and the fellas are back to doing their thing. Um, but before we get to the bets, JD uh, has had some conversations with people online about checkdowns and what is a checkdown. Like, I mean, he made reference to it during our episode this week, uh, and also JD's had some back and forth with other people. Uh, I I recommend all of our listeners and viewers go on uh, uh, Twitter. Look at JD's back and forth uh, based on his, our uh, video about um, Eric Bieniemy potentially coming back to Kansas City. JD had some back and forth. JD, do you have any anything you want to say or anything you want to add about the some of the back and forths you've had? <laughs> some of the back and forths. You know what, man? You know, I, I usually don't give like negative. You know, people that comment and you know followers. I, I really don't give them a lot of win. I, I don't. You know, I'll get into it. You know, since I've been battling this, this flu in, in the house, I had a chance to be on Twitter today, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you, you feeling better, by the way? Are you, you feeling better? I am, yeah. I mean, you know, tons better. Tons better. And, and I didn't, I wasn't really feeling that bad, but, man, I, I think I'm good. So, 
Um, yeah, T did you right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, I you know the thing is, you know, we were we were talking about EB coming back, and, and even if that's a possibility, like what all the scenarios it would take to get EB back here. One of them, for, for uh, of course, is he had to be fired from uh, from the Commanders. Okay, that has to be one of the things. The main thing is if the Chiefs want him back. No, no, I'll take that back. Let me let me go back one step further. The main thing is, does he want to come back? Yeah. That's the question. And so we, we can go through different scenarios about what we want and all. Yeah, it'd be great to see. Look, it'd be great to have, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill back. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe maybe we could get, you know, Tom to come out of retirement or, or somebody, you know, Randy, Ma- I, you know, I made something like that. Like, you what what are we what are we pushing for uh, to to make the Chiefs right? Is, is he going to rectify everything that's going wrong with the Chiefs right now? And especially with this type of window that you have coming from the Commanders coming to the Chiefs, if that was the most unlikely scenario, uh, what would that do? Would it be enough time to make that type of impact? That's really a question people have to ask. And so I, I get you know we do hypotheticals and people wish and hope. You know, we should we wanted D Hop to be here, right? Didn't happen. So still do. Still do. <laughs> yeah, still do. So I mean, but my, my thing is I, I think sometimes it's getting nasty. Uh you know, one of the comments is guy try to make it about race. Uh the only reason he, he basically said something to the effect of uh base like I wanted the Chiefs to lose. Just so EB could be in a in a better light to say that we needed him, mm-hmm. and I'm like the the craziness of even just that statement. Like there's some type of ulterior motive for me that I want the Chiefs to lose. <laughs> Does he know who I am? Has he seen our channel? Has he watched and, and heard me talk about? If anything, the Councilman Optimist. If anything, I'm saying we can win with the staff that we had. Feel, I'm still in that boat. I do believe that we got the people in the room get things done. We're, we're not out of this by, by by no means, no measure. And I also made the point that EB could come here and he could do some things, but you, you have to rearrange a lot of different stuff. You have mm-hmm. if, if you in place a system and a way to do things to almost implode that for the last few weeks may even cause even a little bit more chaos. Sure. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, 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 totally. If, if this is something that we're saying maybe four or five weeks ago, sure, possible, right? That that definitely possible scenario. But we're talking about at the very end of the season, playoffs, pretty much, and, and playoffs, playoffs. That's what playoffs. Well, no, no, not even not even end of season because I mean, if he gets fired after the last game, like just playoffs, just playoffs. That's, Even that's if it were two games before the playoffs, it would give them two games to kind of figure out their hierarchy, who says what, when, when it's Nagy, when it's EB. Yeah. You can figure out a little of that the dynamic before the yeah. playoffs. But if it's just playoffs, forget about it. That's it. Forget about it, man. That 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 in itself is, is the crazy part to me. And that's got to be considered. And so my thing, my you know, and, and obviously I'm sitting there like, well, what about EB and all of this? What 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 would he want? Right, I know what the fans are like. You know, we, we obviously we become selfish. We want things to work in a lot of different ways. Uh, 
So people's been on the fence a lot of different ways, man. It, it just it, it, it is. If I'm playing devil's advocate, JD, what what do you think a negative? What would be a drawback if you were EB to doing it? One of the things I, I've, I've said that to me, this is this is a lateral move. I think EB he left Kansas City because he wanted to make his own way, his own track. And I think he needs to stay on that path. I really do. Uh, I, I don't believe in regressing or going back. In, in, in certain things, in certain areas. Okay. He, he's done enough here for one, okay, to warrant him getting a head coaching job. I don't feel like he needs to come back to be the savior of, you know, uh, of the Chiefs. We, we don't even know, and, and, and let's, let's just speak practically about things. Okay. We can't always say just one person is going to be able to make this thing work. Sure. It, it just isn't, you know. And so his attitude, what he brings here, we know – his value, what he brings to the table, okay? He's been very successful with EB here. But also, too, Tasia, when AB was here, he, there were some things he wouldn't even get credit for. So let's say he yeah. comes back. Things change. And when he also had bumps in the road with AB, EB, too. Sure, absolutely. No no question about it. A lot more so, good times, obviously, but a lot of some, great time. some, some, some headbutts, some, like, yelling on the sidelines, some, you know, some stuff. I, uh... I, so, so that would be part of the, the the possible drawback with it, as far as like with him. I, I would think at least like, hey man, look, I, I, if, if they asked me to come back, I sat, I had to consider that. I had to consider for my career if this is really what I want to do. Okay, so if you're looking to become a head coach, and you're just coming in like you're saying, look, let's parachute you down from, you know, the plane to get you in here to, to Arrowhead to change everything around and run it your way, or at least, you know, put your, you know, your hand in things, what is, what is it going to turn around? What is, what's what's going to change in enough mm-hmm. time? Uh, he can't, he can't catch for us. Okay. Right. He's not going to be able to block for us. Okay. Some of the concepts and systems, he's going to have to take it and maybe dismantle it and get it right. Uh, and we're talking about communication. Like you said, the hierarchy, how's that going to work? So there's a lot of different variables and scenarios that have to happen, right, to make oh, that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't think that's a practical move. Uh, i love to have EB come back. Everybody would, too. Why let, let him leave and begin with? If that's yeah. the case. So uh, I, I mean, I, yeah. but go ahead. I, I, I'll, say, I'll say this. And I do believe, like I said before, that, look, the, the this right here that's going on, the, they cooked this pot. They stirred this stew to what they wanted to make it. All right. Let them chef. The chef that's here, let them deal with it. Let them deal with it. They they know what the recipe is. Okay. They got the ingredients. They've been working on it to try to perfect it to get better. Yeah. So we got to allow them that time for it to happen. And so part of that, here, and here's a here's a novelty thought. Here's a novelty thought. I wanted to put this out here. I said it on the show. What about guys police themselves? What about that? How about we had the players actually police themselves, hold each other accountable, you know, try to motivate one another to get things done? Yeah. So I don't think EB is the answer to all and be all. You're saying it's an internal problem that should be handled internally. It has to be handled internally, right? Like I said, if there's something that you need to get from EB, you could call EB if you needed to, you know, as far as philosophy-wise on things, for sure. Uh, but having to come in to be an uh, uh, authoritarian is is that going to work? You know that that there's some there, there's new 
there's new uh, personalities that's in house that don't know EB that he has to talk to, right? Which he would do a good job of. I'm not saying that he's more than capable of coming here and helping. Sure. Right? So I'm not saying that. Uh, but yeah, how, how yeah. does that look through things? But go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, and Marcus and I talked about this obviously recently. Um, I think there are, there's, there's two ways. So there's the EB and there's for the chiefs, right? So positive, negative and positive for EB, my opinion, I think you, you hit it on the head. I think negative would be for him for not to come back. I think he's gotten kind of the chiefs and EB out of the mainstream a little bit. He's, he's finally separated himself from Kansas city as a coach. We yeah. know he's a good offensive mind. Now he's not the byproduct of the chiefs because he's done a good job with Washington in flashes and in a lot of games. Right. Yeah. But to come back would be kind of like resetting a little bit. Oh, you're back to your EB and the chiefs again. Cool. Like, but like, are you sure you want to leave that? You seem like that's your thing now. Like, you know, so that, that is a negative for him. Mm-hmm. Um, positive though. I mean, when I heard you talking, I almost thought that if he, if in your mind, if he came back like just for our postseason run, it would also mean he might like continue to be like a coach. If they made it, if he was like, "Look, I'm coming in, I'm going to help out where I can. This is not my ship right now, but if I make a difference in there and you feel like we can get to a Super Bowl win, sure, I'll do another month of coaching." Right? That's really what it is at this point. But like after that, I'm out. Like it's going to hopefully helps me get a job on top of what I did with Washington. Um, now I, I would be, I'd obviously be okay with that. Any difference positive that we would make would be great for the chiefs negative. Again, we said it again, hierarchy. Will that cause more problems than it does help? Right. That's the only thing for the chiefs. I see as a negative, but positive obviously would be hey man. If he makes a 5% difference <laughs> to the positive, why not? Like Clark's money. And that negative draws into next season too, though, because then he comes in. Let's say all of us does look pr- decent, but we don't win Super Bowl, we lose in the AFC Championship game, right? But EB's gone. He said, hey, I, I literally came to try and make a difference for us. Got us the AFC Championship, bails, and then we're stuck. Like, oh man, how are we gonna, how are we gonna, how are we gonna make up for that? We're gonna go back. We're gonna regress back to what we were week seven, week sixteen, and stuff. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of different like narratives. And there. if you're the Chiefs, do you feel like you can't go on without EB? Like, what if EB? What if it's like, oh shit, man, like he might actually be like a 50% reason for a lot of this. <laughs> like, can like we overpay him through the nose to stay as an offensive coordinator? And if he does a good job and you do want to pay through the nose, he'll most likely get a coaching job at that point. He'll Should be he, gone to get like, his own job. Have you guys ever heard because someone had commented, um, because we we had this topic on the show this week, and someone had commented saying, like, bring EB back. I don't care what it takes for us money-wise, but also have a stipulation within the contract at the moment that Andy Reid retires, I'm next in line kind of thing. Have you ever heard of something like that where there, that is instilled in like a in a in a contract? I mean, obviously, you never know. I mean, they, they, we could be the first ones to ever do something like that. But like, have you ever heard of such a thing? I'm sure. I'm sure they work things behind the the scenes all the time. Just and it's just wording in the contract. It's yeah. really what it is, right? And and the thing is, is it is that something that's guaranteed? We don't know this. And I'm and this is something I'm, I'm saying. Even with the rules of what they are, I'm not even sure that it's if you're still able to do something like this right now. 
you know, because I said in, in I, I, I kind of I was texting out today. Uh, he's having a great time with his grandchildren. We was just talking. I said, look, I'll get back to me when you get a chance, right? Because uh, I was going to ask him about some of those things. You know, as being a coach, right? He, he's been a head coach. He's been a coordinator. Coordinator. He's done it all. Been in every position there is. So he would know every like a scenario that these things can happen. Uh, but you could you could work probably whatever wording in you, you, into any type of contract. You can also get out of it too, probably. Yeah, you, you could. Yeah, absolutely. We're but wording that, on that, too. Well, if you read line seven, we don't actually have to give you that job yeah, anymore. Yeah, appreciate it. Hey, listen, we you know we didn't win the you know we didn't win the Super Bowl. Appreciate you coming, right? And just yeah. like that, God. How, how would that feel? I mean, honestly, you know, this this is what I'm talking about. Like, so nobody's even considering his his feeling in this. Yeah. And, and and I get this is with this is the selfish mentality I'm talking about that, that that we have as as fans, or some fans have. And I'm like, hold on, man. Like, let's let's just be honest here. Let's let's talk about a few things, right? We we got to consider Nagy and all of got to consider those things. So you, you, there's a lot of people got to talk to up on that. Believe me, yeah. About how is this going to work? So it's not it's not an easy fix. Like you know, it ain't like I don't know. I, Listen, comparison. Um, it definitely puts Nagy in a weird spot because he kind of has to say yes to that, even though he doesn't want to. But he wants to be a team <laughs> player, so he'd be like, "Yeah, you're gonna bring you're gonna bring your ex back in. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, that works. That's okay. Yeah, it's I love it. It's great. I should have <laughs> thought of that. Look, we we there's big job security. I, I was actually part of where a coordinator got replaced, and he stayed on staff uh, when I played. That was in Philly. Okay, and it happened. And it was very weird, but this was uh, mid-season, and the coordinator he knew what he wanted to do, he, but, but he was on staff. He was already on staff. It wasn't like he was coming from a different team. He was there already on staff. They just said, "Okay, man, we're going to demote you, promote another guy." And the other guy was like, "Look, Jason, I, I know what I want to do with you, what I want to do with the offense, is how I want it to work." So he already had a plan in place. Eb has been scripting everything planning everything for the commanders mm -hmm. the entire season. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort to do that, especially with the pieces that you had. He, now he's coming in, and, and this is what I'm talking about. Like You have to think about all the changes and the variables coming in on, okay, what can I do? How do I, how do I make a difference? And if we say that 5%, right, who's to say that 5% is in the right way that we need it for it to, to be? Sure, sure. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, look, these guys have been storing this thing together for quite some time. Okay. So at a certain point that you got to be able to trust and guys are still, we've heard Andy and those guys, look, we're trusting in it. We're, we're going to stay with our program. We got to, we got to trust the process guys. We yeah. got to trust the process. I like that. Okay? Yeah. And so this, this is where I am with it. But the guy brought it up to saying, I'll, you know, this, and, and you know, cause he's, uh, Black head coach and black oh, player. Like, yeah, EB will EB will do it if he thinks it's beneficial for him, and that's the bottom line. And that I don't. There's no problem with that. If he thinks he can get good press off of it, then and it might help him get a job even faster. Then sure, why not? Major, we don't even know the man's gonna be fired. 
I know, I know, I know. Twenty, twenty minute conversation based on a complete hypothetical. By I know. <laughs> that's that's sports, though, right? Like this is why we like it so much. It's like, right. yeah. He might be watching our channel like that. I know it's getting fired at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. He's like, these guys got my job planned out. My next like six months planned out. Like, right. Right. Yeah. So, man, look, he's he, look, he's been he's made Sam Howell look incredible. Okay. He's changed this guy around into a player. Yeah. Is there any bet uh, online that's take like doing like EB's next? That's a good bet. That is a good bet. Yeah. I wonder what the odds on EB coming to the Chiefs would be if if he got fired at season's end. <coughs> I don't know, man. So, so JD, um, that was one of the um, conversations you had uh, this week. Another one was about check ch- checkdowns. Someone was trying to tell JD what a checkdown was on uh, online. Um, so JD, uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of uh, break that down right now. Um, I have a video clip. Do you want me to run that up right now? Yeah, you can just yeah, you can just run it, man. It was just and and, and I, what I do, I I'm prompted to say, you know, what I was trying to explain about checkdowns is that, you know, when anytime you're running a route combination, you got to understand that there's reads, okay, and it's usually you have you know uh, progressions, first first, second, and third progression. That's how it works, okay. Mm-hmm. And once you go through your progression, then the check down comes to your outlet. So that's usually your safety valve or your outlet. And it's usually like a back in the flat or maybe him running and running an out route or maybe a shallow cross on the backside or a tight end. Those are usually like your, your safety valves or your check downs. That is what an official check down is. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, Ted Yen on, on <laughs> Twitter, and he was talking about well, he was just saying, quote, check mark, check downs uh, because of what Dante was talking about. You know, that whole Dante came on uh, Good Morning Football or whatever the show is, right? He was on that, and he was talking about, hey, sometime Patrick may want to get uh, in love with the mundane. I get that. I think what, what he was saying also, too, not putting words in his mouth, is sometimes we see that Patrick tries to do maybe a little bit too much or hold the ball in his hand sure. a little bit too long as opposed to utilizing the check down. And so, Ted, you said, well, you know, he's been checking down. He's been the most check down uh, quarterback in the last two years. He did it last year. And I went back and I checked it. And PFF was like, no. And I knew what. I'm like, hold on. What are you talking about? Because Pat utilizes his legs. He extends the plays with his legs so much that sometimes he just misses the check down. So that is his superpower, is making plays with his legs, extending plays. But sometimes what ends up happening, uh, that's when the magic comes in where he'll, you know, shuffle pass to somebody or, you know, he'll, he'll get creative doing those things. But those not necessarily check downs. So sometimes maybe a first read hitting a guy on like a five-yard, you know, hitch or something isn't particularly a check down either. That might just be a first read. So I think it's mad. It's, it's when people start getting into what check downs are and I start realizing, like, oh, I get it. People don't really understand what checkdowns are. They're using the checkdowns, the word checkdown, uh, transitionally to encompass a little bit more than what it has been. Actually, on the is yeah, yeah. And so people start thinking checkdowns are just meaning short passes. That's, that's not what a checkdown is. Mm-hmm. Now you could, you could, some scenarios, some people may say that well, just check down to the short receiver, right? But historically what a check down was is you go through your progression one two three or one two check down one check down okay that's your outlet 
And so this is part of the, the, the thing that Dante was saying, and especially what I'm saying about check downs is instead of Pat running and putting himself in harm's way, give it to a better runner like the back. Swing the ball to CEH or Pacheco or McKinnon and let them run. They do a much better job eluding people, running them over, and getting yards. Yeah. Check down to something that, you know, will move the chains. And sometimes what you end up doing is you stretch the defense even more when you 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 actually you pressure them to cover the entire field. So it's always hard. Checkdowns is a, is an incredible weapon to utilize in an offensive system. Uh, but go ahead, Marcus. I, I know you wanted to show this film a little bit, and I, I guess this might get just a little. I thought it was funny, though, uh, the person that you're arguing with, um, Ted Nguyen, um, he's the athletics, one of the football analysis guys, one of the football film analysis guys. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and I'm not oh, trying to yeah. I'm not trying to knock the guy at all, but, oh, like, yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the back and forth with you, this is why, like, sometimes when people, like, just because they have the check mark next to the name, just because they do certain film analysis for a certain network, they don't know what they're talking about. And he even says that, essentially talking to you, the, the, the one that I thought was amazing was, my point with quoting checkdowns is that I don't know how people define them. Wait, what? But you're the football film analysis guy. How, how do you not know how people define them? Um, I was just trying to say he threw the ball short plenty. I mean, that's just like people go to this guy and they, they yeah, he's backtracking they, a little bit. Yeah, he, he's quote people quote this guy. It's like as the word of God when it comes to like football analysis and film breakdowns. So I just think it's so funny that that you know. Well, I, and, and the thing was, what I was was really trying to do is I was trying to kind of uh, you know put a, a spotlight on. You know a little bit more intricate parts of what checkdowns actually mean, right? Okay? And mm-hmm. sometimes if, if you just listen to somebody, you know, not take anything from him because he does a great job, he does a tremendous job. I'm I following great stuff, right? But sometimes when you, you go into the parts of like explaining what things actually are, there's a little bit more detail into, involved in it, sure. I don't want people to start thinking like every short pass is a check down because it's not, it is, it's not. Uh, and in and, and case in point. He, he, I think he said the one they showed where um, he was throwing to Justin Watson on the smash route. That's not a check down. That's a read that Patrick's looking at. That's his first read. As soon as he sees the corner belly, okay, soft corner or not, he knows immediately he's going to the hitch. Man, I was listening to, to Kurt Warner, and I actually I talked to, to Trent today a little bit about this. Mm. Well, we just talked. Smash concept. Trent said he can't wait to get on the show, man. He, he, he wants to get on the show, so hell yeah, get, oh man, seriously. Uh, but we were just we were just talking about it, and I was just like, Kurt was making a, a great point that the hitch that he ran, okay, or the pivot should have been shorter, shouldn't have widened it out. Almost like his route that he ran opened the door, almost for it to get picked. He ran it deep. He ran he ran like a deep eight to ten yard. Pivot route and hitch, where he should have probably stayed on like the inside, kept him on his back shoulder, because what you want to try to do is eat up that corner for him to determine, you know, designate who's he going to take. Are you going to play soft and go ahead and, and take the the deep third, or are you going to go ahead and take the the, the hitch and the pivot, which opens up the, the corner route even deeper, right? When you got single safety, and that's what the look. But Pat sees it, he throws it immediately because he's reading the corner. Okay, he got a soft corner, he's balanced. Well, if Justin and, that, and this this is kind of like some of the issue where these these where it looks like they might not be on the same page because you got a lot of leeway. What happens with certain routes? Uh, it's not as crisp. It's not as defined. 
it looked like Pat's waiting for him to hit you like six yards. That's the way it should work, right? Like, why would you run an eight or 10 yard hitch when you got a quarter route that's supposed to be 12 to 15? Like, there's no space in there. There's like you're, you're, you're making it muddle for the quarterback. I know why Patrick's mind is, is going crazy right now because of things like that. When you don't have clear windows to, to make it throw, then it makes it harder for him to do. That's why he's sitting over looking at, at, at Rasheed Rice like, oh, man, just turn around and just catch the football. Like, just stay right there. That's why he's he's making throw to MBS and it's behind me because some of the timing is off and we're not on the same page as far as, like, what am I looking for? What is the throw? And so – He's not playing at the level he needs to be playing at because to him it's where we supposed to be at, right? So go ahead, man. I, I know I'm long-winded about things, but man, no, you're good. You're good. Sorry, you're gonna keep me a tight end talk about this stuff. I I, I, I love hearing that. <laughs> just, yeah, Josh is crazy, man. I'm just telling you. So so go ahead. All right. So this is a little check down here. So what are we seeing here, JD? So we're a, little, at, a little swing pass. Little swing pass. So immediately know the check down. So we're looking at, at trips on the left. And so we know right here the four guys that's going to put in, in, in the route. You got a, a backside out route, okay, which should be Pat's first read. Uh then you got the three guys who's who's running. This is basically a, a pretty single, pretty simple spacing concept. So his check down is he looks, he scans. You should be scanning out to Kelsey, to this guy who's over the middle, to the outside guy. Now check down. Doesn't have anybody? Check down. That's what the check down is. So he's going through his progression. One, two, three, doesn't have it? Check down. He already knows what the check down is going to be. And you'll see him scan. You'll see him look. So he bounce, one, two, check down. That's the check down. That's what he's looking for. So he already feels like nobody's going to be open on this because of the coverage that he's getting. And everybody's everybody's covered. And I'll, I, and I'll make a point right here, too. Go back a little bit. I don't know who this inside receiver is. Uh, I don't I don't know who that is. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, what is it, right, right, the um, the one who said the, the, the little hitch. Yes. I guess uh, Harmon. Okay, you see how he's just kind of looking back and he's turning? And so he's almost looking for Pat to throw it. And you could when you go to the to the other other view, this is kind of like where see how he's kind of just drifting and, and moving? Like there's mm-hmm. no connection. He's looking, right? Keep, 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 keep. And he's just looking. And he's just like moving and shuffling. Oh, that's Tyreek, actually. Is that Tyreek? Okay, yeah. So when when you do things like that, it's like, okay, we're going to get the ball out of my head quick, right? But it's like there's the the leeway to do these things. Well, Tyreek's been in the the system for a long time. He started learning who Tyreek is, right? They learned. They they play together. So he's getting a little bit better feel. But now you're asking a a young guy, Rasheed Rice, to come in and do the same thing, who's coming from college. You're asking Kadarius Tony, who's come from a different system with the Giants, same thing with MBS, who might not be a strong suit to do that thing. And you got a guy in in uh in uh uh Scott Moore, 
doing the same thing. It was learning. It takes time to develop that timing. That's why him and Kelsey are on such a same page because they got a feel for one another. Okay. That didn't just happen overnight. It took time to develop that. So th that's the check down. It does take time because you can see even with, um, you know, someone like Rasheed Rice, who he's been throwing at nonstop the second half of the season, even they were off a little bit on on certain, like, timing and what he wanted him to do compared to what he actually did. Yeah. I, I, man, I went I went through probably – I thought I had time on my hands. So I went through about six games last night. And I was watching just how much the timing has been off, how much it's affected – uh, these guys. And I'll even say this. It's almost like the scenario, let me just be completely honest how I feel about this. I believe scenario that happened with the Bills at the end of the game really did something to them mentally. Like it it, it kind of, like the work that they put in uh, to get better and progress, it, it, it took a step back because of the controversy, right? And then before that, all you could see was the controversy. That was it. That's all you could see. Mm -hmm. And so Pat could move on to the very next play. It was almost like nobody could move on to the very next play to try to make it. Like you still had you had time and downs. You still had time and downs. I know. But because of how everything went, the focus was off. He was so distracted. Completely distracted. And so it, it, it carried over to the next week. Because yeah. why? Because then all of a sudden, we, 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 you know, you start blaming the refs and everything else and all this, you know, as opposed to going to the players and saying, hey, look, man, we, we need to be on top of our game. We had to worry about the refs. And it just carried over carried over into the press that you couldn't get – there was no way you could get past it, right? The greatest player that would never be shown again. That's what we kept hearing. Yeah, and he had to make a statement about the Josh Allen thing. It was just like he was doing PR to like midweek, mid-late. Yeah, Come on. Too much. Too much. too much. Too much. Who, want, who wants to do that and try to win games? Hey, you got enough to worry about. And so now all of a sudden you throw them into this, this whole, you know, scandal that's going on with the refs and all these different things. Well, guess what? It's, it's, it affects the guys. And yeah. so you, you need your top guys playing at a high level all the time. You need them playing at a high level all the time. And so when you see the frustration like this last game, we are not moving the football, nothing is consistent, and, and you see – Kelsey comes over throwing his helmet and Patrick is still visibly frustrated with, with guys. And that man, that just permeates. It just goes through everything. And I was saying before, for the guys who are not playing well, you always look for your top dog to be steady. Can you imagine that? Like if 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 you're fighting in a battle and your general is like, you know, little perturbed you're like oh okay and i never see him like that oh yeah the fact right. that you're worried worries me yes like, yeah. okay and so he's rattled but you know if you see somebody who's like you know, stoic about it like oh look this we had to deal with it it's fine let's move forward let's move on right and a clear picture and i think this that's where they are right now this this game will give them that let me put it this way this game will give them that chance and opportunity to bring themselves back to where they need to be. Yeah, just it's on the right track. The right track, man. Not it's even, easy. like, you know, killing it, just, like, looking, like, 
okay and good again. I think they've I think they've gotten worried that it hasn't corrected itself yet. They just thought like, oh, we've had some rough patches before. We'll be scoring 40 points in no time. Like it'll just happen, right? And then every week's like, hasn't happened. The next week didn't happen again. When are we gonna start worrying about this? And I think it's like Holy what? shit! Week seventeen. What the hell are we gonna do? We, the playoffs are three weeks away. Well, what, what, what are we gonna do? Well, we, we now we're at the point where we we're almost hoping EB gets fired. That's March. what we're saying. We're talking <laughs> now. Hey EB. Hey, listen. Uh, is, can you come home? We need you. Right I'm not now. saying I, I'm not saying I want you to get fired, but if you do get fired, do. come back for a couple. Of, well, we'll get you a nice place at the Ritz. You'll, you'll stay for a month, you'll just chill out, and you go back home afterwards. Right. You, you might have to start having anonymous phone calls coming in. Yeah, he oh, terrible. He sucks. And, you know, all type of things. <laughs> You're funny, but I'm, I'm I heard you want to win another Super Bowl, EB. How about you come on back? Let's do it. <laughs> right. That's the pitch. Well, shoot. Bring, bring a couple of guys with you. Yeah, bring, bring Terry Dotson and uh, Curtis Samuel with you. I'll take one. You guys are getting greedy, man. Just take one. One, one, one is good. I'll just do one. Of them. Yeah. But, I, but yeah. But you get you got some more film on on the checkdown. Was that the only one you had? Or was that 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 was the only um only Chiefs one in that in, in that uh, in that file you sent over? Okay, okay. No, that's fine. But that that's what a checkdown is. You know, it is. I mean, really. Uh, so it's not just the short passes. You know, we 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 seen and I was looking at next stat Gian. And what I did was I was looking at the, the distribution of passes. And so I started looking at different quarterbacks. And I'm like, well, Pat ain't that much different from a lot of other ones. I'm going I'm to give you a couple names, too, that there was a lot of short passes. Uh, Josh Allen was one. Uh, yeah. Joe Burrow was another one. And I'm like, a lot of guys are utilizing short passes. A lot of those guys. Now, there might be some deep passes, obviously, that, that you see a lot more than what the Chiefs – I'm going to say a lot more than the Chiefs' deep passes. But that whole range from, like, 12 to 15 to 20, we're right, we right there neck and neck with a lot of guys. James James White and Kevin Falk are catching the five to seven balls a game during some stretches. Come on, man. That That's – yes. Yes. This – I think this last game was a little bit different because we needed to – we needed to get something going. So that's yeah. why you see them just – you know, a, a, a more screen game of just trying to get the ball to Kelsey. Let him do something. Get the ball to rights. You get a running back screen. Let's just get something going. Let's get something positive. Because we're not doing anything right now, right? And so, and I go back to, you know, they had a good game plan. They had a good game plan for us. Marks and I were just talking about this recently, and I, I was saying how I think it's going to surprise a lot of people of how much we prioritize running back this off season. Mm. A lot more than I think a lot of people realize because McKinnon's on a year to year deal. CH yeah. is gone. And Pacheco, although I love the way he runs, man, it's not sustainable. Those shoulder issues with his size and what, and the kind of way he runs, not, not sustainable. Like you just said, and we, we were, we're going to need a guy who can do that sometimes, but also be like a badass pass catcher. I'm not saying go Gibbs like Detroit did, but that that kind of thought in mind, that guy who can who can tote the rock through the middle, seven to six to eight times a game, but also catch like five for like fifty, five for forty-five. Guy could do it all, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like an A chain type. 
Yeah. A chain, A chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I don't think he he wasn't like he wasn't like a top two round pick. He was like a, he was a mid like third or fourth guy. No man. Yeah. yeah. You, you fourth, get, yeah it was a fourth rounder. Yeah. Those guys are out there. You you can get have to get those guys. I mean, yeah. Pacheco seventh rounder. So yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They exactly. Exist. We need the pass catching version of Pacheco. A young yeah. version of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and before anybody says we're not kicking Pacheco to the curve. No. We're no. Not doing yeah. That. Yeah. No. You know, no we're, we're trying. To, we're, we're trying to prolong his career. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And absolutely. All right, so uh, okay, so now we got these uh, these Twitter arguments that JD's been getting into out of the way. So hopefully, people now know that JD just taught what a check down is. So whoever that was you were arguing with, and then the other person making the EV thing about race, I, I'm not even going to have to talk about that. It's just dumb. Um, okay, so Tasia, let's uh, begin here with uh, your uh, your week 17 same game. Buddy. I do that. Yes, uh, comments, Marshall. That's exactly what we thought Ceh was. Um, I'm, yeah, basically a rich man's version of what we wanted Ceh to be. Exactly. You hit it on the head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's start from the top here. <laughs> let's see if this one works this time. Chiefs minus two and a half. Oh. Not much of an explanation here. Uh, this is one of the most must-win games we probably had outside of the do or die playoff games in the past like five years. Um, and even here I bought it down to two and a half. So uh, you can see how worried I am. Um, so in case we only win by a field goal, there's that bet. Uh, Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. So he's only done this once in the last four games, but the Bengals defense has given this up at least, at least two passing touchdowns in three of the last four games. That would also be Rudolph Mullins and Trevor Lawrence. So something has to give here between this cold streak of Mahomes and this, you know, Bengals allowing two touchdowns. I think Mahomes wins it out. Nice little slump buster for him. Uh, Mixon under 58 and a half rushing yards. So I have Mixon in fantasy championship, admittedly. Um, (coughs) He's gone under 50 yards rushing in each of his last two games, along with his carries decreasing to 10 and 11 the last two games. Uh, they have his rushing attempt number at 10 and a half. So let's go ahead and round up a bit. Say he hits the over. Let's say he has 11. Um, he would need to average 5.4 yards a, a carry to get over 58 and a half. He's done that once this year. So <laughs> I'm betting against uh, taking under uh, when he hasn't. He's only averaging 3.9. So I'm betting on closer to his season average. Um, Rasheed Rice over 55 and a half receiving yards. So he's, we know the track record. He's done this in five straight games. He hasn't had less than six catches in that span, nor he's, nor has he had less than nine targets in that span. If he gets nine targets, 55 and a half is a lot. Um, I also don't need another reason to take that bet, but the Bengals have allowed the top receiver, my receiver option to hit that mark in all games this season, except for one. So there's also that. And that was the Browns in week one. Uh, Travis Kelsey over 47 and a half receiving yards. So Kelsey has not done this in his last two. So similar to Mahomes, I just ex- ex- expect a slump buster here. Uh, the Bengals, whenever they face premier tight end in the most recent games, Hawkinson 63, Ingram 82, even Fryer with at 120. The other two games in that period were uh, Steelers last week. Pickens had 200 yards rushing. So barely anyone got any catches that game. Um, so, and the Colts were the other team and they normally have a premier number one receiver. So, um, yeah, I just expect, expect some slump busting this weekend. 
JD, what are you thinking? Okay. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs, negative 2.5. Good bet. I, you know, to me, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win this handily, to be honest with you. I, I really do. Uh, and so, yeah, I know both teams have to really have to win. I think the Chiefs are really fighting for their identity going into the playoffs and getting themselves back. Okay. Uh, right now, Cincinnati is just trying to hold on. They're just trying to hold on to something. Uh, I don't know how how healthy Jamar Chase is. You know, he's going to play practice. You know, he's talking noise and stuff like that. We'll see how much he's actually getting uh, when he gets out there. Uh, Brownie is a good quarterback. Uh, he's been he's been doing a good job since he's been out there. Uh, but I do believe Chiefs negative two point is, is going to win. Mahomes over one point five passing touchdowns. I do believe that's going to happen. I, I do believe so. I had. Two touchdowns, uh, uh, rushing and two passing, uh, Tasia. So right. I bet right there. Mixing under fifty-eight point five yards rushing yards. Okay, that's the that's that's the one to me. Uh, that's a little questionable. Okay, a little questionable because this really all they have, and, and so mixing has been at times playing us. Uh, he'll he'll. He'll get some tough yards. He's really, he's really, uh, you know, slick and, and and doing things. And I've seen, you know, the last two games, but I, I checked out the games before that. He had, you know, I think 79 and 60, 69, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, that that's the only one that's kind of a question to me. Rice over 55.5 receiving yards. Uh, hopefully he will. Hopefully he will. I think he will. I think uh, he'll, he'll give us that. He's he's our number one guy. Uh, so I still believe he'll get somewhere about 60 or 70 yards. Uh, Kelsey over his 47.5 receiving yards. Kelsey is going to be somewhere around 80 or 90, if not getting 100 yards of uh, this game. It's going to be hard for him to, st- to stay with Kelsey. And I'm telling you right now, man, he's he's – He's a man on a mission, and he's pissed. He's been embarrassed, uh, and I think he's he's going to be the guy to prove what's going on. I'm I'm, I'm almost believing uh, we were talking about voices in the locker room who's been talking. Travis Kessel would be the guy to me who would shut the doors on the coaches and say, "Look, we need to have a conversation." So I think he'll definitely he'll definitely get over the forty-seven point five receiving yards. So they all look pretty good, uh, Tasia. Like I said, the mixing under uh, 58.5 rushing yards. I didn't. I don't. I didn't like what we what we wasn't able to accomplish at the end of the game last week. Didn't like it at all. So, yeah. I mean, so his three games, uh, nine, his last three games against us rushing yards: 19, 86, and 46. The only reason I I, I like mixing, I, I drafted him in a couple of leagues, and in both leagues, I'm actually still in the championship end. Um, he's been getting a lot of passing work mixed in. But his carries have been going down. They like uh, their backup Brown. They've been giving him more and more work. That's the part that scares me as a runner. And when, when I saw that as over-under for carries was 10 and a half, I'm like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's – I mean, even if you beat that by, let's say, like, two – let's say two carries. Let's say he gets 12. He'd still need a pretty much average, like, five yards per carry for 12 carries, you know. So, he just hasn't really done that this year. Um I like Mixon. I just think it's either their O line that's been troublesome or he just looks a little a little half step 
behind what he was last year. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm not sure because I'm not, I'm not. I'm looking at you and Chase Brown, and neither one of them could really do anything because they was getting so bad. Beat yeah, so bad. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh. I know. So. They failed on it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, it's been – yeah, they've had a rough time. Um, so you like all of them besides the Mixon one, so. Yeah, yeah, I like all of them. The Mixon one is just, you know, because, like I said, at the end of the game and whatnot. Uh, well, I hope they're not running out the clock for a Bengals victory, J.D. No, 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 no <laughs> me either, me either. I hope uh, they're not pulling a David Montgomery on us. Uh, yeah, uh, no. no. Hope not. Or Javante or, Williams. Or Zamir White at the end or of the Zemir game. Or Zamir White, yeah. <laughs> Roll them off. But I'll tell you what, though, if they are winning, that's definitely the kind of guy who will rip off like 30 yards on that one drive. Yeah. And I will say, when we played them, the guy who really dominated us between the two of them was uh, uh, Samaji. Samaji yeah, being yeah. the one who dominated yeah, us. Kareem yeah. was there. Yeah, was always our uh, yeah, kryptonite, no doubt. Yeah. So that actually might be Chase Brown, some catches out of the backfield, if they're going to use him in the same P-Ron kind of role. I don't know. Um, all right. So my bet, it's kind of similar to Tasia's here. Um, I have, uh, I went a big time Kelsey and Mahomes bounce back this week. Um, so spread of this game was seven. Uh, it's dropped down to six and a half. 60 per, 60% of public money is behind the Bengals to cover the spread of this game. Um, I think we're going to win by at least a touchdown. So in case it does go to overtime and we win a touch, and we score a touchdown, obviously you don't kick the extra point there. You win by six, done, you, you're covered. Uh, I do think we're going to win by more than that. Um, so yeah, I think five and a half, um, is safe there. We need this game. Um, we need it. And if we do win this game, it's going to be, uh, a win, a handsome win. Um, Mahomes over 270 and a half passing yards. Um, I went through the last four games of playing against the Bengals. Um, obviously Mahomes has exceeded the 270 passing yards eight times this season. Uh, but last four games against the Bengals, uh, 326 yards, 223 yards, 275 259. So kind of all over the map of the last four matchups with them. Um, I think with Pacheco banged up uh, with the come back from the concussion, he practiced today. So he might play, but like we said last week, we thought we were going to use him kind of sparingly um, coming after the shoulder surgery. So we're talking two weeks in a row, shoulder surgery and now concussion. I do not think we're going to utilize him a lot. I don't think we're going to give Pacheco be making me a bell cow this week. Just don't, I just don't see that happening. I see Mahomes, you know, kind of breaking through this week. And to do that, he's going to use our guy, Kelsey. We'll get to Kelsey in a second here. Um, uh, Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns last four games against the Bengals. Um, he's had uh, exceeded this all but one time um, against them. And that was actually uh, last year we played them at Cincinnati. He had one passing touchdown that game. He also had a he had a rushing touchdown that game too, though. But, yeah, there's only a passing touchdowns. Um, Rudolph but, and Mullins had two touchdowns. I know, I know. <laughs> okay. I, I will say though, by Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh does the receiving weapons are a little on a little they got a little more over there than we do as far as receiving weapons. They did last year too. Rudolph and Pickett and whoever else wasn't throwing 40 touchdowns. That's true. No, I agree. Uh, but yes, I, I think over one and a half passing touchdowns. I think we're gonna see a vintage patty performance. I've been saying it for the last few weeks, but I, I'm bound to be right here at one of these points. Um, so Kelsey <laughs> over 55 and a half receiving yards. Um, looking at his last four games, I mean, he dominates Cincinnati and historically dominates them. But then on top of that, uh, Tasia kind of referenced it, Cincinnati ranks last in the NFL to giving up catches and yards to tight ends uh, this year. Uh, but looking at the last four games, Kelsey, um, last time he played them uh, last year, playoffs, seven for 78, touchdown. 
uh, played them during the season last year, four for 56. Um, and then playoffs um, two years ago, 10 for 95 and a touchdown. And then that season he had five catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. So um, I almost put a touchdown bet for Kelsey here because I think he's he's way past due for that. And he hasn't scored a touchdown since like week five, I think, um, or week six. I, I forgot the number there. But, um, yeah, overall, if you, you look at his yards here, he's exceeded the 55 and a half yards every time last time uh, besides one. Three out of the last four times he's exceeded that. I think he's going to dominate them. Like JD said, if you if you are certain that Kelsey's going to have a big game, I think you could even alt this, have an alt line and make it like 90 yards. You're making a lot of money on that one. I think it's like plus 255 to have like 80 or 90 yards in, in this game for him. Um, so, yeah, I do think he's going to have a big game. And then and, and I do think he's the guy. You listen to his podcast this week. This guy's pissed off. Uh, he's playing against a team that is coming from his uh, college town. So, like, he's going to want – if any team, this is a team he's going to prove it against and, and do his thing against. It's a nice extra edge to have for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, And then lastly, sticking with Kelsey, over five and a half catches. Um, The only thing I will say, Cincinnati ranks the worst against uh, giving up catches uh, with tight ends. So that's that's the stat there. But over five and a half catches, he's only done that two out of uh, the last four times playing against the the Bengals. But I do think they're going to make it a concerted effort to get him the ball this week to, um, you know, show him, you know, show, show the world that he's still got and he hasn't lost a step. And that he's pissed off, and uh, he's gonna get his numbers. Um, yeah, because a lot of people are starting to say people people are not only saying he's losing a step, but they're saying look at his numbers uh, compared compared to last year, specifically his t- touchdown numbers. Everyone keeps bringing that up. He had twelve touchdowns receiving last year. It's kind of tough to kind of continue that every year, guys. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kelsey dominates this week, and you get uh, all that. It's twenty five to win one hundred and fifty six dollars and twenty five cents. Um, so that's uh, those are my five. JD, what do you think about these? <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely believe the Chiefs uh, negative five point five, uh, without a doubt. Uh, had my sheet exactly what I thought the, uh, the I think it was going to be twenty eight to fourteen. I think that's what I had on the uh, on the uh, on the on the score. So I definitely believe that's going to happen. Mahomes over two hundred seventy point five passing. Uh, I do believe that's going to happen. I think this this is like to me, they're saying we got to have a big game. Throwing the football, we had to have a big game, and the leader is going to, the, that is going to be Travis Kelsey. He's going to be the one leading the way, and so I do believe Travis is going to have close to up to maybe a hundred something yards, if not over hundred yards receiving, and then everybody's going to fit their in. And then it might be where you see Patrick getting the ball out of his hand quickly, maybe utilizes more of the check downs, uh, some swing routes uh, to our backs. Uh, it is going to help out too. I think Richie James may get a little bit more looks. I'm hoping he is. Yeah, me too. Uh, because he that that'd be big, man. We get him involved. You know, trying to lean on him a little bit more. Uh, but uh, Mahomes over 1.5 passing touchdowns. I do believe he's going to have at least two this game. I do. Uh, you said uh, 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 who, who had two touchdowns? Uh, Nick Mullins and Mason Rudolph, the Red Nose Reindeer. Oh man. Nick Mullen and, and, and Mace Rudolph? Yeah. Pat's going to have two. Pat, like, if they got two, I'm going to get two. If they got two, I'm going to get three. So <laughs> I think it's going to happen. Kelsey over 55.5 receiving yards. He'll he'll crush that. He'll crush that. Uh, I, I think he'll tell Patrick, look, uh, in doubt, I don't care if I'm covered, throw the ball to me. I'm going to make a play for you. So we'll see if he's – lost a step or he's not the same guy, uh, 
you know, he, he's, he's had a lot on his plate, a lot on his shoulders. One was, you know, he came in, he wasn't healthy. Uh, he had to get back to his form. Uh, they'd be giving him a little bit more breaks, which is fine. That's all right. You know, preserve it, preserve it. Uh, but I think this is the game right here that you're going to turn him loose, right? Take the chains off of him, turn him loose. You're going to do what you want to do today, Kelsey. Okay, we're going to let you have it. Uh, and then Kelsey over 5.5 receptions. I think he's going to be somewhere around eight, uh, eight or nine. No doubt about it. I mean, just feed, feed him. Feed a guy. Feed him. What do they call him? The Yeti? Feed the Yeti. Yeah, feed the Yeti. <laughs> yeah. Feed that joker, man. Feed him. Uh, this would be a good game for him. This would be a really good game for him. Uh, so the bet $25 win, 156.25. It's a good bet. Pretty I solid. Like yeah. JD, we come to the part where you have to decide between one of the Dash brothers. Whose side already, are you? I already know which one he's picking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I kind of voiced it before. Uh, the only thing I had was the mixing under 58.5 rushing yards. Uh, so, but you have us winning 28 14. It's pretty. Yeah. How, how do you, if, if you, if the way you kind of see it going, how do you see them scoring? I hope Mixon. Yeah. <laughs> Mixon might be, yeah. He might be. I mean, the, both of them. Yeah, I, I think I think Mixon and, and, and of course uh they, they're gonna try corners. They're gonna try. Sneeze gonna be at the game. So why not try? They're our young guys. Uh and so if that softens up some of the coverage so you can run the football, then that's what they end up doing. My thing is I'll try to bring as much pressure as possible on Browning, right? Try to make him get rid of the ball early. Press these guys immediately right now. But that's where Jamar Chase, he really kills you. Is like when you try to press him immediately, I mean, he just beats you. So you got to be ready for that. We played up there last time. Uh, he made our young corners look like young corners. Uh, so this would be a great challenge for them. Like, hey, uh, not again. It's, it's not, uh, they've been locking people down. Uh, and we've seen how, uh, who was it? Was it Williams or, or, or uh, Watson that had opened up? <clears throat> Stopped the pass at the end of the game last week. Oh, last week that was Watson. That was Watson, yeah. He did a great job opening it up, man. He just finding the football, playing it perfectly, perfectly. Textbook. So hopefully we'll see a lot more of that, you know. Uh, but this is a good task, man. Be a good task for it. Josh, Will- and Josh Williams actually had a good game against <laughs> in, the, in the playoffs last year. Remember, he was the one that had that, that the tip who uh, went, and then Cook ended up uh, intercepting mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he was beat on that one. He, he Thank God he was underthrown under a little bit. That's true. He just happened to get it up there. He just happened to get it up there. Like, yeah. Uh, over under one and a half sacks against Orlando Brown. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot oh. about that, did you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, it's a good number. I just made that up. It's a good number. It is. It is. Under. Really? Oh, wow, really? Yeah, Atlanta, he ain't going to give up two. He'll hold you before you get two on him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, over, yeah. under, over under three penalties on him. Do yeah, that. It's like they get back there. No. You get a hold of call. That's fine. But as far as getting his sack, I, I'm not bad to let them rub into my face. Yeah. Over over under three and a half penalties plus sacks for Orlando Brown. <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving them up. I'll hold you there before I let that mm-hmm. happen. That's funny. But the bench, you know, just talking about it, I do believe that Marcus has the more 
reasonable bet on this this week, Tasia. Uh, I hope I hope I'm wrong. Put it that way. Hope I'm wrong. Right. So. I hope yeah. I, I hope Tasia and I both make out on this because potentially looking at the bets, and we have pretty much the same kind of bets here. With the the Kelsey yeah. yards, Mahomes uh, touchdowns. The only thing we have is the uh, the mixing the whole mixing thing. But yes, and and. You can I mean we can all we, we can all win this one, especially if the game script goes in a way where we dominate them. They'll ban in the run all together and no mixing, mixing barely oh, gets even. Mixing catches like seven balls. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You make seven balls for like twenty-one yards. I'll still be a very happy man. Yeah. 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 Go for KC forever. Hope you got. Hope you guys. Uh, Chief concerns are having great holidays and all of Chiefs Kingdom. Hoping for a Chiefs win. Go Chiefs. Thank you. Go, go for Casey That's Brown. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. That's very nice. nice. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy years for sure. Right. Uh, so, uh, just to give everyone a kind of briefer, um, so we won't meet again till Sunday uh, on New Year's. It'll be a quick show, and everyone's got some things to do. Uh, but that will be episode will be on Bleacher Report. So directly after the game, well, I'll make the post on Twitter directly after the game. Go to Bleacher Report and. Um, then yeah, we'll uh, we'll recap the hopefully the big win in Kansas City on New Year's and and 2023 on a nice note, a, a season of up and downs. You know, we kind of we started 2023 on a, on a great note, obviously with the Super Bowl, and we're going to end 2023 on a good note, beating the Bengals, and then hopefully that uh, lasts through the, the next three months, um, so we can uh, bring home another Lombardi to Kansas City. That's right, man. I'm, I'm looking for them guys to do it, man. They dig themselves out of this hole. This little rut they have, come back, man, and surprise everybody. Surprise the fans. Surprise all these naysayers and whatnot. And I said this, and I'm going to keep making this point. There's nobody in the NFL that is not unbeatable. We've seen that. No one. And the ones that are ahead of us, we done beat Miami, okay? We we done toe-to-toe with Philly. Should have beat them. The Bills should have beat them. And there's all these people up here, we, we can handle all of that. We match up really well with everybody. We really do. We yeah. just need to put it together. I think Tracy K was talking about that. Eliminate the penalties, right? Make plays, keep focus, and just keep moving the chains. Our defense is playing incredible football right now. Incredible football. So, And nobody wants to play Kansas City in the playoffs. I don't care what everyone's saying. Our offense doesn't look right. Nobody wants to play Kansas City in the playoffs. Nobody. No. Nobody. So. Yeah. Hang your head on that one. Exactly. Yeah, and one thing everyone's talking about the Bills being the scariest team in the AFC. The Bills just went went uh, toe to toe with Easton Stick last Saturday night. They almost lost to the Chargers and that whole mess of a team. Okay, so like I, the Bills do not scare me whatsoever. And you know, you, you mentioned that the Kadarius Tony, um, the 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 lateral that yeah. play, like if they never call that play, Bills are pretty much eliminated from playoffs. That that they're they're fighting for a last spot because right now they could potentially get still win their division. We win that game. There's no, there's nothing, no division for the Bills. They're they're still uh, fighting to get into the playoffs. But because that thing happened, we're you know, and like you said, it, it, that had domino effects to us mentally. I'm a, I'm upset with the game. We didn't have Isaiah Pacheco, Donovan Smith. We had we had two chances where we down in the red zone didn't score. We we could have went up. I watched that game last night and I was still furious mm-hmm. with it. And it wasn't even the penalty. It was everything else around it where we had chances just to actually blow them out of water. Yeah. Yeah, we had Buffalo on the ropes, man. We we just didn't put them away. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. We've had a lot of bad luck this season, a lot of these unfortunate plays that just didn't work in our favor. And yeah. 
sometimes, you know, I was saying this to Mark the other day. I think a lot of stuff used to fall in our favor and we are also playing great. I think now we're, it's both are the opposite. We're not playing great and things are having like bad luck, miss, you know, bad circumstances. Right. It sucks. But hey, despite that, still first in division. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll see everybody uh, Sunday after the Bengals and Chiefs game on Bleacher Report. And for those of you who won't catch the actual live stream on Bleacher Report, don't worry. It'll be on our channel. I'll make sure to have that on our channel before uh, I head out for New Year's festivities. But um, all right, everybody. Love everybody. And we'll see you guys Sunday. Love y'all, man. Appreciate everybody coming out there. Noah, John Marshall, John Clifford, Holly, Go Forever KC, John Clifford, uh, Tracy, all of y'all. Appreciate every single awesome. body gave me and said something. Yeah, man. Appreciate the love, everybody, as always. Take it easy, fellas. Later on. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.